Well, happy Friday, October 15th, everybody. Here we are halfway through October. Who would have thought we're just moving along through the fall season? So I hope you've had some opportunity to enjoy it and perhaps, you know, benefit from some of the uh, the apples and cider and donuts as we kind of get ready for a little pumpkin not that far away and right around the corner. So today's gospel, Luke chapter 12, verses 1 through 7, um, I think are kind of fun and kind of made me think, first of all, that, you know, I'm really kind of glad that Jesus teaches us um, to love one another, literally to will the others good. And I'm really glad that our Christian values and our Christian um, virtues, you know, are based on that. But sometimes I just kind of get a question in my mind, you know, and, and you just kind of ask, like, well, why? You know, why is this good? Why is what Jesus, Jesus is teaching, I mean, good? So at the beginning of this passage, it says, so many people, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Actually, it sounds like one of those situations where, you know, you get an overcrowded, you know, sports arena or some event and everybody's like fighting to try to get first in line. And you kind of picture that. I mean, so kind of like put your mind into that. If you've ever been in a situation where you just like, ah, one more person comes by me, I'm going to fall down and get run over. Um, this is kind of what's going on right now. So, <clears throat> so many people are crowding together. They were trampling one another underfoot. Hmm. I guess they're trying to get first in line, eh? Anyway, Jesus began to speak. So whatever he was saying must have been so important that they could just kind of like bump somebody else out of the way. Anyway, uh, first to his disciples, he says, Beware of the leaven, that is, of the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. Well, not even that. It's, maybe that's an early way of, you know, like phones, right? Whatever you kind of put on your phone, be careful. You know it's going somewhere else anyway. Anyway, that's another story. Um, Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. And what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. Oh, everybody gets crazy with those videos, right? You know, you're at some party and they got them up in the bookshelf. I do not have one in my bookshelf. Of course, I'm on video right now anyway, so it doesn't matter. But... Um, <clears throat> And I'm kind of thinking about itself. Okay, so here's here's what they're crowding to hear. You know, I mean, this is the message they're crowding around to hear. And what is it? Um, and he says, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are you not are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The message they're crowding to hear. Affirming, hopeful, day-to-day -day help. You know, basically, stay true to Jesus' message. Stay true to God's light, you know, and you're going to be okay. And, frankly, he kind of shares that there is an option here. There's an alternative. Uh, 
but it's not one that allows the human family to flourish. Rather, the option, the alternative, is one that puts us in chains, literally in bondage, and perhaps bondage eternally, which we certainly don't want to deal with any of that. But God is letting us know that he wants our relationship. He wants us to know that in our relationship, his arms are always open for us. But you know, hugs are mutual. You know, I can go and hug somebody else, and they can just like crunch up, and, and they don't want to be hugged. You know, well, right now, of course, we've gone through a whole lot of period where hugs haven't been given too much, but, you know, you understand what I mean? And, and when we do, think about that first hug you did get after all that COVID stuff. Doesn't that feel kind of nice? Um, but we need to open our arms, too. God wants to reach out and hug us. And he wants us to hug just as much in return. And if we don't, he's not going to force us. And so I think as a little bit of a reflection today is just kind of think back on those times maybe in our lives where maybe when we kind of had the sense that, oh, God's reaching out, God's trying to hug, but I don't know if I want to hug back. Well, it's just kind of like a smile, I think. You know, they say, even when you don't feel like smiling, kind of force a smile. And the more you force a smile, the more you end up smiling. And so, you know what, even if you're not in the mood right now to give God a hug today for whatever reason might be going on and things just happen, um, go ahead and force that hug anyway and you're going to have a great weekend. Enjoy.